0: Hey everybody, how's everyone doing today? It is Sunday night, July 24th. I'm driving on the highway in Los Angeles. The fire is burning over the mountains. 22,000 acres. Oh my gosh, can we get some rain, please? Oh, jeez. How's everybody doing today? Doing well? I just podcasted with Shannon Lee. She's a comic from the Philly, New Jersey area. Um, We talked about her divorce um, we talked about her relationship and um, and how it ended and got a little dirty and, uh, you know, like how, you know, love and hate. They're just very similar emotions. Um, this is one of those ones that I, I got a lot of info out of this one. I mean, like, we you know, we're all trying to just learn a little bit about ourselves and we can't just fix others. You know what I mean? We can just make ourselves the most enlightened version of who we are. I don't know if this did that for any of you, but for me, it was a great talk. So um, uh, let me know what you think. Uh, we, uh, Sex Actually is now up on Twitter and Instagram at sexactuallypod, or you can email sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Any questions you have, anything like that. And also don't forget, you can write us a review and a rating on iTunes. You can do it from your cell phone. If you have an iPhone, you can just go search Sex Actually in the podcast app. Click on the icon. Click write a review and leave us some five-star reviews. I would love that so much. That would make my day. That helps us um, get seen and heard by others. Um, As always, thank you guys so much. And here is my conversation with Shannon. We're like, it's literally like warming up. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll add an intro later. But anyway, this is Dave Neal with the Sex Actually podcast and I'm joined by Shannon Lee. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you? We're
0: in your kitchen. I love this. Yeah. We're in Santa Monica. Yeah. You you have this gorgeous little meatball dog. <laughs> What's your dog? What, what is she?
1: She is an English bulldog. Uh, she's five and a half years old. Look, you can see her ears. She knows we're talking about her right now. <laughs> her name is Callie. She's huge. But I also call her Moose or Moosey see she actually recognizes her fake name more moosey does
0: she have an instagram
1: she doesn't but a lot of people have said that i should give she her on, one is she on yours she's all she's all over mine what's your instagram uh shannon lee comedy, shannon lee comedy. okay
0: because so yeah. I, I know people are going to want to know what the fuck we're talking about yeah. i like to open up on a visual that's yeah. What I yeah like um so when where are you from
1: I am originally from New Jersey, right outside of Philadelphia.
0: Nice. All Mm -hmm. right. I'm from Rhode Island. So we got some East Coast blood. I met you several weeks ago Mm -hmm. at a show in Los Angeles and you were doing some like relationship material. So I was like, oh, you'd be great. You'd be good. Good to talk to a comedian. And um, what brought you out to the West Coast?
1: Uh, Originally, I moved out to the West Coast in 2006. And originally I was working for this company, um, this like large logistics firm and they um, had expanded out and they had bought a company up in Monterey, if you're familiar with the Central Coast. A little bit. And I came out just for a visit and I was like, ooh, I could be like a big fish in a small pond here. I'd only been with the company like a year. And uh, so I, lo and behold, six months later, I was out there. And nice. so originally it was, uh, yeah, it was for my uh, sales
0: job. So you went from sales to comedy? Yeah. Very nice. Yeah,
1: yeah. A lot of it is actually pretty intertwined too because. Uh, I had a lot of presentation training and I had to present to large audiences about what I like to say stuff nobody cares about. So I yeah. had to figure out <laughs> like how to infuse comedy into that.
0: I, it's so funny because on la- last Monday's podcast, we had Ken Gard. You know Ken? Yeah. So he was in sales as well. well. He's a great comedian. Yeah. And and um and so it's funny because sales, mm-hmm. I, I studied marketing, but sales marketing and advertising that you're selling a brand or whatever. whatever yeah. it is. But you really have to like, you're in stand-up, you're selling like your point of view. Yeah. Yeah, and you you're not are. Sell it if you're just up on stage. Like I feel like the first two or three years of my stand up career was just me being like, "What's the deal?" With-? And like, like <laughs> there's just nights when you're just like not feeling like I don't even believe what I'm saying. Right now. Yeah. And yeah,
1: what's the deal with? Um, yeah, what's the deal with newspaper or like dating
0: stuff? Yeah. Like, tell me why. Um, yeah. I did a show on Friday night in Palmdale. And I, I don't know. I know people who listen to this. It's literally like a hundred countries, so you have no idea what I'm talking about. But Palmdale was the most white trash place I've ever been on the West Coast. Where is Palmdale? It's an hour north. Okay, so for those listening, there's like this gigantic f- fire in the forest. We had to drive right by it. Oh, Both, yeah. So we had to drive through the mountain, and like there was like I saw like these deer running, and I'm just assuming they just like innately knew that they're there was like a fire. what the fuck. Twenty-two thousand acres have burned already.
1: It, this is a this fire is devastating. I was at a um a baby shower last night <laughs> and we're playing like baby shower games and all of a sudden we look up at the sky and we're like, holy shit. It's, it's like, like Independence
0: Day." Yeah, it's like the movie where the aliens come in through this like dark cloud. of Yeah,
1: we're of like, th- great, what a great place to go at well, a baby saw, shower. We saw like
0: flames. We oh saw, like, by the way, like, I would rather be in that fire than be at a baby shower. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather be burning myself.
1: Well, I would, we are kind of like, cause all of us were like, like, you know, cause it's a baby shower. It was really fun though. Actually, it's, a, it's the most fun baby shower I've ever been to. I'm a little hungover was today it, from was it. Was it co-ed? It was a co-ed. Okay.
0: So I just went to my first one and I didn't know that they're now co-ed. Was it fun? It was all
1: right. Did you have to play like baby games Yeah, and I did stuff? I like
0: sniff like different types of chocolates in a diaper
1: Oh, that's strange. They
0: were like, what's... Because it? It, it looked like shit, you know? And it's like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, they smeared it into diapers. And I'm like... Yeah. I get that, like... Oh, take a photo. It looks funny. But it's like, really? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> like nuts.
1: Well, it's kind of <laughs> like the whole concept. Because, like... I feel like, especially in Los Angeles, like, how many baby showers are you really going to? How many weddings are you going to? Right. Like, m- none. You know? If anything, yeah. I mean, so many people are single here, at least in the world that I live in, and comedy, too. Yeah. But... Um, that 's what kind of my friends and I were laughing because we were like, Yeah, what a way to go out okay It looks like the world if the world is really ending we 're at a fucking baby shower right now, like you know yeah that's
0: of all places you could be I, I know so why so why did you drink so much at a baby shower? <laughs>
1: well, this was actually a really fun baby shower because um a lot of uh, the games were like based around drinking, so like at one that. point we had to pass around two like huge size like baby bottles with beer in it. And when the music stopped, whoever the the two people were that were holding the baby bottles had to then have a chugging contest.
0: Oh, we're on such different pages. That's a cool baby show. Yeah,
1: it was really cool. And then one of the games, too, was uh, something with water it was like a water balloon game i don't even really know what that has to do with like a baby but like (laughs) it was like a tossing a water balloon and then is it the
0: water breaking is that what that is
1: oh yeah that makes
0: sense (laughs) (laughs) i guess i'm an expert (laughs) flew
1: right over my head i'm like why are we doing this but it's really fun um but i was really i'm really competitive so i um i definitely took the game the chugging game very seriously and i won the prize congratulations and then i was really what was the prize um, I a bottle of champagne <laughs> nice. that I left at the party,
0: and is and so the the mother to be just has to sit along and watch everyone drink, or is yeah. she, she's just chugging along.
1: Well. I mean, I don't think she was drinking. You if, can drink a little bit. She may have... I don't think she was drinking, um, but I know... She's like... She doesn't drink anyway, actually. Oh, okay. She's... Um, she's So she's always out with all of us, and her husband uh, likes to drink, and we all uh, watch Eagles games together because we're big Philadelphia Eagles fans. So every Sunday, she's there, and she's super fun, and she's not drinking. So I guess she's like kind of used to it, why her husband and I are getting upset over the loss <laughs> of our favorite team.
0: <laughs> well, okay, so let me... Uh, okay, so when I'm... I, 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 I'm pulling from my memory. When we met, I was watching you do stand-up, and you had a bit that you... your Now, your, ex, your ex-husband, your ex did you... how you dated, like, since high school? Were you... Am I...
1: We were in college. Oh, it co- was... Okay. Uh, we were together for a total of 10 years. Okay, so, like, your 20s were pretty yeah, much... Yeah, my 20s were yeah. fucked, yeah. And then,
0: and then now you draw on some of your stand-up, like... With your history, like like being divorced and all yeah. that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a that is a big part of where a lot of my bits come from. It's so um, it's so free flowing and easy to write about. But I also think too, we were just talking about this before the we started that some of the, like the best comedy comes from like that place of vulnerability or e- even toes yeah. the line of tragedy. So if you can figure out the way not to make people like, oh, you know, like that that terrible like look yeah. away thing where they're like, stop it, you know. If you can figure out the way to turn that I think that's where some of the oh my gosh every time comes I've been from. dumped
0: I'm like oh this is gonna be a bit but it hurts a lot right now exactly
1: <laughs> but that it makes some for, for yeah. some of the best material so that the actual divorce I talk about that to some degree um I've got a bunch of different bits but I also talk about um what it's like to be dating now as an adult because I really had never dated yeah until now
0: It's like, it's like Encino Man where like the cave guy just comes out of nowhere and he's like in a new society. Yeah. You've really entered a new world out there. It is dangerous. That's
1: exactly what it's like. So I make like comparisons about what it was like when I dated before, which doesn't count because that's like when I was in college and like the the criteria for like. Why you would go out with somebody was because like oh I like stuff or like you like stuff yeah. or like, we were blacked out when we met exactly. at a bar exactly like stuff <laughs> and, and talked about stuff you know and now we're it's in a like, relationship yeah
0: like college and high school it's like yeah we were in the same class together or you know my fraternity liked their sorority and, and yeah and, hey so that's and that's fine too but that's yeah. like as an adult you don't have as many of those same hobbies and you're not supposed to stay around the comics you know <laughs> like, oh gosh no <laughs> ever, you just I rolled yeah. Well, everyone's, everyone's dated in the, in the comedy industry and and most, most of the time that, you know, you reach a point where you're like, vow to never do that again because we're all pieces of shit and we're trying to find somebody better.
1: It's so funny. My friends keep saying, stop dating comedians. And I'm like, I, and I'm not, I haven't really dated a ton, but I like, it was, again, it's like Encino man. Like when I first came out, came out the gate there and I was uh, dating, I just, I didn't know. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. i had heard
1: it was a bad idea that's but where i we didn't get, know yeah
0: that's what we get yeah, yeah
1: but see like here's the the jokes on me too because it's like all my friends are like well the comedians are kind of like fucked up people and uh they're terrible people to date and i'm like yeah but i'm a comedian too so what is yeah. so i mean it can
0: work it can work it's yeah. it, you know if you kind of like butt heads at the right place right time right career levels it can work but I, like i i remember when i was in new york i had a um i was doing comedy and you know i met a chick who was just new to comedy and i was like i was like oh i'm going to be the dude that she vows never to date another comic <laughs> and and maybe she maybe she dated more af- after me i don't know but i i was like yeah i'm because because most girls i would meet would be like i don't I don't touch, I don't take comics. I'm like, all right, cool. Someone yeah. fucks you up. That's fine. Yeah. Like we've all got our things, you know, like some people won't date a financial bro or whatever. Like we've all got our triggers. They're weird too. Yeah. In, in different I mean, ways. Yeah. If you're in New York and like you see these dudes make a tons of money, like, yeah, let's see how that one goes for you. Like,
1: see, that's the problem with comedians though, because comedians are uh, traditionally, Known for not making a ton of money, so it's like you know your dating. so like you know what it's like when you first start out to and how long it takes and what the what the road looks like, yeah, you know for sure. and so like I, I was already married to somebody who was poor, so like I don't want to do that again, you know, I'm not a, like a gold digger, but I'd certainly just you know I would rather like date somebody like at the same level or that i don't like the
0: romance of it all is like it's not like some poor like rock star who's about to make it like that about to make it can be 10 years i know know. so it's like in the movie it's like oh no they're poor but now they're not it's like that's a lot of suffering you have to go through yeah a
1: lot you have to go through a lot of comedians to get see like my
0: so like with my relationship my girlfriend always wants to travel and do a lot and i go back to new york three or four times a year and like we travel to her family so we do a lot of like like necessary traveling right. but like how are we supposed to go to Greece when we you know what I mean? like how are we supposed to do these things when like we're barely getting to the gigs we need to get to
1: Yeah yeah it, that's a great point and i think traveling is like i love to travel and it's something i used to do more of when i had more money Yeah <laughs> And um but but at the same time i think it's like it's great to do it but yeah i mean it's so expensive and then usually like your schedule is probably crazy because you, you're doing a lot of shows and you're doing like the podcast and all the other stuff you know yeah so i find that a lot of people just in general that i'm friends with in la like don't really even don't travel like for fun yeah it's, you a, know? it's
0: like it's like yeah there's like a there's like a wine comedy festival in like sonoma and it's like mm-hmm. well i guess i could submit to that and if i can do some shows we can travel like you know what i mean it's, yeah and it's but that's what we do is like we kind of but you know but like but like at least with my relationship my girlfriend does that as well like this week i had a gig with her in the desert where i was like i'll go to the gig with you Let's go, cool. we'll make it a little thing you can get your work done so like we do work it out yeah. when we want and sometimes i just travel alone because i'm like you know if i have something to go to yeah, yeah she, she, she's at the point now where she's like i don't need to see you do stand up again i get it it's good whatever yeah and, and that's fine like yeah. i don't need you know i need her support like we all need each other's support but i don't need like a like a stage mom to be there like yeah <laughs> you missed that line or well, yeah
1: <laughs> well also you find like you know when you have a significant other and they've seen your comedy so much i mean it's like you burn them out so yeah. then they like almost do you ever get to the point where you think like she doesn't even think you're funny anymore
0: oh absolutely
1: yeah and then it's like sort of and then it's sort of like not great for your for yeah your comedy well
0: i'll pitch a joke to her and she won't really like give me the feedback that i need mm-hmm. which is always constructive i always need constructive feedback i'm a little sensitive but you know how it is like yeah. i'm going to pitch a joke I need someone to be like, if they don't get it, be like, okay, what, what's the trigger? What's the punch? What are we talking about? And she'll just be like, mm. and I'll be like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna go work that out, and I'll go work it out, and it'll fucking get laughs. And I'll be like, well, fuck her, like that's, but, she, but she, you know, that, but when you tell someone a joke, like comics know, all right, that'll work. That'll work in a comedy club. Like that's a good bit. Versus like if you tell someone a joke one on one and they don't laugh. It's not necessarily a bomb.
1: Right. No, it's not. And also too, like I find even with my friends, like they think I'm super funny. They always have, but I've, like a, a lot of my friends, especially the more supportive ones have seen me do comedy so much that I'm finding that like if I pitch a joke to them, they it's like they almost just like they're like, too much. It's like it's like and they almost don't find it funny because yeah. they're like, it's just too much comedy. I
0: always prefer strangers in the audience.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. The do-
0: show in Palmdale was like 250, 250, two, 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 uh, 300 people. And they were all rednecks and didn't know one of them. And I could just get up there and be, and just go into it and not worry about anything. like, I didn't have any assumptions of Palmdale, never been mm-hmm. whatever it was. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, because that's your sample size is like the people you don't know. They're, of course. are the honest. Now, now switching gears back to your relationship. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm, I'm really interested like to know, um, with how you, with how you're, cause I'm, I'm on the place where I'm, I'm like, do I, how do I pull the trigger on my relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, do I, do I believe in all the aspects of marriage? You know? And like, I believe in, I do believe in like a life partner, but what's like, what's your take on marriage? Like, where are you at with marriage right now?
1: Those are some big questions and that's totally natural to be asking yourself those big life important, those big important life questions before you make those decisions. And I think the, I totally am on the same page. I believe in like the sanctity of marriage. I believe in like having a life partner, Um, but I also think I was too young when I got married and I was in this relationship for so long that I like, didn't know anything else. And I didn't really like question a lot of those things. Like I didn't really like, we're like life plan. What's the deal with life planning? You know what I mean? We didn't have those conversations though. And I think for a long time we wanted the same things in our relation, in our future, But we and then we just kind of like stopped talking about it and then we were like buddies and then it was just like the obvious next step But after we got married like I quickly got really freaked out because I'm like, oh my god I don't think we want the same things in our future or at least what I want has changed Do you know what I mean? Because I've like matured and I've evolved and this relationship made sense when I was 22 um for many years it made sense and then it just stopped because I We didn't, I didn't ask myself those big questions.
0: So is there, so when you, when you, when you kind of hit what maybe a perceived dead end in your relationship, are you like, let's work this thing out? Like, I mean, how many levels of working it out? Oh, Do you go so through much before, therapy. before you finally decide like, ah, well, let, let me, and let me just say this, uh, with that question. I just watched the new Tony Robbins documentary. Ken Gar recommended it. I have to tell everyone who's listening, you have to watch it. It doesn't really like feed. It's it, it, they take, um, they go on his seminar mm-hmm. and, and he has like one chick and she's like not really in love with her relationship. And he's like, call him up, break up with him. What's so hard. And the audience is like, ah, no. And she, <laughs> and she does it. What and and it's like and I'm like oh wow and you know we have a mutual friend who does comedy and he just broke up with his girlfriend and I'm and by the and by the way I'm not <laughs> it sounds so cryptic like I'm not I'm not like f- trying to find ways to break up I'm just <laughs> wondering like how do people know when it's done like we've had like it, you know my audience is no stranger to the the the, the good and the bad within my own relationship mm-hmm. we've had times when any a small fight can bother me so much mm-hmm. in a way where I'm like I'm so. I'm like em- empathetic, and if she's not happy, I'm not happy. Yeah, and that's obviously super codependent. But it's like, what mutant cannot, you know, can just be happy? What so- psycho can just be happy when their partner's not? We live in a small confined area. I yeah. want blissfulness.
1: Well, maybe a sociopath could maybe <laughs> yeah. do a better job of not being I impacted. I wish I was. You know, sometimes I do too. Life would be so much easier because oh, they, so they easier. lack empathy, yeah. you know, and other things too. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah. So, well, it's interesting looking back. So I, um, because I hate this and I hope that I've lived the rest of my life not this way but I recognize that to some degree I have always been one of these people that has to learn things the hard way. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, cause I just kind of just, I just kind of do, I just go for shit. And then I, I kind of, and then I'm kind of like, Oh, whoops. And then I have to sort of backtrack and it's like, I don't, I need to do a better job planning or something like my life. But like, um, I remember, you know, whenever it was that I sort of woke up, I had like these great three months after we were married. Cause by the way, we were only married for two years and three months of my entire relationship. Uh, so you were
0: dating for a long time. Yeah. Before.
1: We dated for like, yeah, like seven years or whatever. But, um, but I, but we lived together for a long time too. Sure. So we kind of had, it was like we did all the things, but
0: I mean that counts, right? Did, did the marriage make so. a difference or was the living together? um, I'm wondering, like, how do we log our miles on this? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know how many miles the, this relationship has so far. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, so we moved in together probably too soon, but it was because we moved to California together. And, um... What's
0: too soon? How long were you dating?
1: Like two and a half years. But you know oh, what? Well, I,
0: well, mine was way...
1: Well, because What's I was that? so young, though. Yeah. Like, I just look at... I just... It was really young to be in this relationship. And we did a lot of big life stuff together at a young age. But honestly... I don't even know if I, I, within myself, could have moved to California and done all the things that I did and had, like, the courage to do it if he didn't come with me. Like, I really think it made a huge difference because Mm -hmm. I probably was, like, a lot more codependent at the time, you know, less confident, like, didn't really know, like... I was moving all the way across the country. You don't have
0: like buying power with decisions, and that not just not just financially, but like you just don't know what sort of power you have to be who you are, right? And it's like if that's your whole world, you have to just comply.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's a great way. That's a great way to articulate that. And thank you. So, <laughs> good job, Dave. So when I so we, now let
0: me not apply that to my life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, so when we like moved in together, I remember I had a freak out moment, and there's always the signs are always there. It's whether you choose to um, to to see them, right? Like I, at the yeah, t- red
0: flags always. There.
1: Oh yeah, they're always there right from the beginning. Just paint
0: them white. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> paint them white. And
1: I called one of my best girlfriends, and she she reminded me of this later. Almost like a really nice I told you so But she, I like freaked out And I was like I don't like He, w- he was kind of depressed At the time And because he mo- We moved there for my yeah. job And he was like Not really figuring it oh, out Oh that's interesting Yeah And so he wasn't really Figuring it out yet And he was like Kind of freaking out too And we didn't really Probably know how to Properly process our emotions, and then we were living together. It was just like a lot. Did he
0: not have hobbies, or like so he? Oh, he had a and, lot of hobbies. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I just wonder because people say, um, you know, you, you you obviously need your own sort of like path, your own. And it can be simple, like you know. It's always funny when when I see like intra, like adult intramural sports. It's mm-hmm. like, well, play kickball, go have a beer with someone. Like people, we need to have this tribal thing, yeah. Or we put way too much stress on the little relationship. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Well, that's a big, in large part, that's kind of how our relationship was and and what it became because we didn't know anybody, and we sort of moved to an area where like a lot of people were. They they there was a saying for our area. It was newlywed or nearly dead thats what they said. <laughs> but, and you would think we'd be friends with a lot of the newlyweds, but they were almost like a generation ab- ab- ahead of us sort yeah. of with like kids. Sure. So we weren't there. This age group of people really wasn't there and we relied a lot on each other and we were scared and we didn't like know what we were doing. And like, um, so I think that wasn't the best foundation, mm-hmm. um, to base that relationship on. But I also don't, don't think I, had that wherewithal or that level of emotional maturity, which is so normal at like 23 to just be able to stand and be like, okay, all right, these are all the right decisions. I just went for it, yeah. you know? And, um, so anyways, when, after we got married, we had like a great first three months. I think it was still in that like bubble of happiness and honeymoon and stuff. And then like one day I woke up and I was like, oh, sh-. I like literally had like an, oh shit moment. And I literally enrolled myself in therapy like the next day. Wow. And then we had... So I had a therapist, my own therapist, and then we had another... We had a couple therapists. So I was just like, I got to figure this out. You know, I dedicated myself to trying to like figure out what the problems were and like um, if it was going to work out and all that kind of stuff. And we basically spent most of our marriage in therapy.
0: The hard thing is, I think it's easy to diagnose. I'd say this is one of my bigger problems. It's easy to diagnose problems with... Um, other people (laughs) yeah and i and i realize i'm not perfect or whatever and and sometimes i'll you know we'll have a fight or something i'll snap or i'll be embarrassed and i'll say something like you know like a guy's ego can sort of it's a like you know i've heard i've read the quote it's like a fragile thing Mm -hmm. our ego yeah that's why we're super loud or whatever um she agrees
1: (laughs) (laughs) Callie's on board with that very very fragile ego (laughs) but so
0: so um it's hard and i don't you know i mean I, I, and I think therapy can be good for everyone because we're all just stamped with our own shit from our parents and whatever, you know, whatever the environment was. Yeah. But so like at did, was he doing the therapy as well? Like, could you, did you at least have the the thought that he was enlightening himself to the issues?
1: <laughs> no. Well, he was doing it. But so he was doing the couples therapy mostly because, but here's the thing. The problem, the main problem of all this was he pegged me as the unhappy one. He's like, well, I'm fine. He's like, I think everything's great, but you're the one who's not happy. So we got to figure this out for you. That's kind of how it was. And so we never agreed. So
0: you feel like, oh, I can't even imagine.
1: Well, I mean, I'm just like, uh, okay, like... And also
0: you need ownership. You need to both know that like you're in this a plus B sort of thing.
1: Right. <laughs> and I'm like, how can you be so happy? And I'm like, you know, t- like talking about all these things that, you know, impact us today and impact our future. And you're just like, yeah, well, I mean, we just got to get you happy and everything's going to be all good. Well, so it's, it's it a was, very
0: guy thing to, to, to be like, you yeah. Know.
1: And the ego thing probably. Yeah. And cause that's sort of how what ended up happening in our couples therapy. Um, I recognized, like, I I literally, we left one day and it was so funny, like, looking back on it, what I just explained, because we both were just, like, had this aha moment. And I saw it in his face, too. And my aha moment was, like, this isn't going to work out. And what she said was, you can't change people. I mean, I know that's so simple, but I'm like, oh, my God, you can't change people. And I keep trying to change him and he keeps trying to change me. And we had no idea. And so I was like, I was like this relationship isn't, I thought we were going to go home, sit down and have this like lovely, sad, but lovely conversation where where we're just like, yeah, that's it. We just got to, did you feel he
0: had the same thought with you? Like that? No.
1: Well, no, I did. Yeah. Okay. It's a Zach
0: Brown song. Goodbye in her eyes. Yes. I saw goodbye in her eyes. And I
1: thought that he was like sitting next to me having this, he was having an aha moment and that's what, what he was thinking. And, we were both like nodding, and we were like, "Yeah, lady, like preach on and then um our therapist actually um she was a recovering drug addict and r- actually the reason why we never went back to therapy was that was our last session because she fell off the wagon. Really? I'm like oh my god like the, every nothing was making any sense for this. See, I marriage. would still
0: take advice from a, someone who's on drugs because I, I would just be so <laughs> like uh, like a sponge like if anyone can help me even if you're tripping out on your own shit if you can look at me and help me out I'll yeah. listen to you.
1: Seriously I mean because I mean don't we all really want people to like counsel us in life too yeah. you know and these are people that are paid to care um, she, But I just... Side note, poor lady. Um, she left me like this really creepy message. That's why we never went back. Because she was like, something's happened to me and I'm going away for a while. And oh, like boy. click. And I was like, oh my God, are like like therapist is like on has been on meth this whole time or something
0: that's so that's like a rom-com I, <laughs> I know you need to save that like life story
1: um i know and then um
0: so he didn't so you saw goodbye in his eye or you felt it but did, yeah i thought we didn't? were gonna
1: have yeah so so well this is what this is why it was like and
0: was there a certain thing that made you feel that that in that moment or was it just like you know you you finally just It all came to you.
1: Yeah. Well, I kind of knew it was like, I personally kind of knew the relationship was over before then, but I just was like holding out hope that we could like figure stuff out. Cause you know, I mean, I married the guy for, cause I did love him and I didn't want to like, you know, I didn't want to put in two and a half years and say like, that's it of a 10 year relationship. Like I wanted to make it work, but that in that moment, I just kind of was like, it was just, I was like, this is like sort of the. The last.
0: I love your dog. By the way,
1: <laughs> by the way, I have to like let her chew on Close my arm. There
0: are seven gremlins in the building. Right now.
1: <laughs> I have to let her like chew on this bone so she doesn't like bark the whole time because she likes attention. So yeah. um, she's like, counsel me. So then, uh, anyways, I, so we go home, right? And I'm thinking we're gonna sit down and have this like lovely sad conversation. And so I'm like, so that's it, right? You know, like, and he's like, no, I like got so much from that. And literally at the same time, this is like a, literally like a sitcom. I was like, it's not going to work. And at the same time, I swear to God, he was like, it's going to work.
0: Oh, man.
1: I was like, how did we... How? And I was like, no. No. It's I funny kn- that
0: he had the optimism at that point.
1: He still did. And you know what it was for me? I think I just wanted... I felt like I know how... He did really love me a lot. and I, mm-hmm. And I loved him too. But I really like knew he didn't want the relationship to end. So I think it was like, I was almost sticking with it. So he could get to the point where he like agreed. Like I wanted to make him like agree. Like I wanted it to be mutual and you it just to, wasn't. You wanted
0: to get him to the point where you were, which was yes. that this is run its course.
1: But that was the whole, like the whole catch 22 is that he never was going to see it my way because we had communication and problems and saw things completely differently and we could never get on the same page. And that was a, like a primary problem in our relationship. So like now I'm not surprised, like looking back, like that I couldn't get him to agree because you can't change how people think and you can't. And if you are in a constant situation of butting heads where you just can't get on the same page, you probably shouldn't be together anymore. And that's why we're not, you know, so that's kind of how. It's
0: very it's very interesting because I I feel like I've got and maybe it's a guy thing but I feel like I've got the same mentality as him as like some I feel like I'm not smart enough to know like with past relationships when it's over I'm like no I, I can talk my way back into this I can make this right yeah and then it and then it's like what am I what am like I've had to I've had to have the girls be like no like you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah. no I'm like no, come on all right we'll talk to you tomorrow <laughs> and I'm like literally like I had an ex who. I was so horrible. Like we weren't together anymore, but I was still like, you know, like hanging out with her and I went in for the kiss and I got the, like the double chin pullback. She's oh, like, what are you no. doing? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I've been kissing. Sorry. You. That's probably not funny, but no, it's <laughs> hilarious. And I was so wasted too. I had, I'd been drinking like, um, uh, bootleg vodka, like something like, mm-hmm. some like just really strong, um, uh, prohibition era shit. Yeah. That, like they, that like she served me and I was just like, no, I thought, I was like, I, I, but it shows that guys can't read the situation that well. Like, I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like, we've kissed and it's been good before. So, why wouldn't it be now? <laughs> That's
1: such a caveman response. Yeah. Like, no, at one time it made sense. And why, why doesn't that same motion just repeating I it? It was
0: horrible. I, I, I told one of her friends, I was like, look, and I, I was like, no, sh- we, her and I had really great sex. We, the sex was great so it's going to be good right well, it's going to be okay right and a friend was like no she's over you like, no but we ha-. like and I, it's like you really can't like have, someone can't tell you how to think yeah and then and then but it, but I, but in my case i did come to a point where i was like oh <laughs> Oh, fuck You I finally
1: looked, had that moment of realization I right like, i
0: look like an idiot and well, i didn't care so much about looking like an idiot i just felt really good because I was able to move on
1: that. So that's that point that it's like, you it's like you can always, what's the saying? I'm uh, a little brain dead right now, but it's like the something I'm actually really bad at this. I do this all the time where I'm like, there's a great saying, but I'm yeah. going to either screw it you up. You say
0: it in your words. It's yeah. Fine. <laughs> like,
1: uh, it catch, catch, tw- no, uh, Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. Yes, y- there that's it. There, there we go. <laughs> it is. It's like,
0: oh, how did that not make sense? I was perfect. And, you know, it's like, well, because I wasn't looking at it that way. It's like looking at an, an optical illusion. Yeah. Once you find out the way you're supposed to be looked at, mm-hmm. you can never see it the other way again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, it's it, seriously, though. And it's what's interesting about that is because it's because goddamn emotions. That's the yeah. problem. It's, it's the emotional piece of it. Because logic is always what is what you're left with, right? So like when I, like when hindsight's 2020, 20, like when I look back on my relationship, I can look at it logically because I'm not emotionally tied to it anymore. Uh, of and, course. And I haven't been for a long time, so then you can always see things so clearly and you're like, "Oh my god."
0: And that's such a position of power to just be, like see something clearly yeah. and like know, you know, in hindsight I can tell you exactly why certain relationships didn't work. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I wasted so much time." And it's like, "What well, did I waste the time? I mean, like could I have gotten to that solution any faster?" Like yeah. I may, I don't know because I did what the best I could and, and what I've said with my current relationship and like, cause we're talking marriage. Like we've, we're, we're as like close to being that as you can be. Yeah. And I've moved into her place and I've kind of, and she's, she's helped me like, you know, it's a small place in, in Silver Lake in this, mm-hmm. you know, in like a tight area. It's almost like a New York style apartment. Right. And it's like, a, it's just big and open, but it's like, I've, I've, I've grown to love her dog mm-hmm. um, and her and like her family they're they're good people she's a and she's a great person and I love nothing more than hearing her laugh she's on my podcast all the time I love making her laugh yeah. but I also am the central cause of her anger <laughs> and I know it's not my fault because she's in control of her emotions right but in the same token you could say that the fact like I'm afraid and I was talking to Ken about this mm-hmm. where like I- I've been known in the past to say a white lie because I didn't want to tell her like 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 this is a silly example and I've talked about it before on the podcast but I was editing with my buddy mm-hmm. we had a project we were editing and then it, we had like the shit had to render you know so you had to press a button it had to render like we had an hour where we couldn't be on the computer uh-huh. like let's get lunch we'll go to the batting cage hit some baseballs and whatever a few days later My girlfriend Tasha was talking to my buddy's girlfriend, and my buddy's girlfriend was like, "Yeah, it's great. They they just you know went to the batting cages on Tuesday." And Tasha was like, "They went to the batting cages on Tuesday," Uh and I didn't tell her. And it's like I was like, "Babe, look, I didn't tell you, but that doesn't mean like I was lying to you. I was working. I wasn't like with a chick or something. Like yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So like to me, it was like I didn't want to tell you I was going to the batting cages because I didn't want you to feel like you were missing out, even though she doesn't fucking play baseball. (laughs) But I still like I, I it's my own fault that I care to not disappoint her.
1: But wait, did you really lie? Because in that case, you didn't like, did you tell her you're somewhere else? I don't, I, or I missed that part. We, we were, or you we just were, didn't tell her. We, it
0: was like a, our lunch break. So okay. like I was still at the thing I was doing. Yeah. Just, we just went to go hit some balls. So
1: the do you think break. she was really mad because she, you went there and she didn't know about it and she, you had insinuated something else or was she mad? Cause she thought, may, cause maybe she's like, why are you doing that? Like you should have been like doing she, something else.
0: Her, the way she rationalized it was what if, you found what if you found out that I was somewhere that I what, that I didn't say I would be at, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. like so, she took it from one place and kind of like leaped with her logic to another place, and I'm like, well, now you're fighting a different argument because I was with one of my best friends who we, we you trust, and, and and it's not we it's we don't have a trust issue. We've uh, I don't know what it is, but I don't think I don't actually think she's worried I'm going to be hitting on other girls or doing yeah, this. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't think we have that issue. I'm not worried that she, I'm not. I've I've talked about some of her exes like like one of her exes moved back to LA and some guys like, "Dude, you're just jealous." No, I'm not. Like I do not believe that she's going to leave me for her ex. Like I, that's yeah. not it's just more complicated. Like I just want happiness. I want us to be happy when we're not together.
1: <laughs> well, wanting complicated, wanting happiness is not is not complicated. That, that that is that's what we all want, right? But I I yeah. think it's, you know, I can it's funny. Because I can't say because it's you know you're right you weren't at a strip club or something like that I mean literally I mean you are at a batting cage I mean come on it's like the it's like the most innocent place and
0: that's what makes it funny because we talk about how dumb our fights are and we in hindsight (laughs) we we were talking about this the other night we were like yeah like how about that fight where we were trying to put the surfboard on the roof and we were arguing (laughs) over how to strap it to the roof Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing as like setting up the tent setting up, you know it's uh, it's always something that's like she she lives in a now uh, now it's targeted I just said she like I have to catch myself like but but. Her world is, is one where she controls her dog and herself and mm-hmm. they live together and she tells the dog what to do. And so she's, she needs that control. With me, she has to relinquish control over some things, yeah. how I do the dishes, how I wipe the kitchen counter, t- you know, stupid things. Yeah. 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 She, like she'll admit stupid things, but, uh, but I think we're, she's un- unwilling to be like, just, all right, well, you know whatever you know okay like let it slide let those simple things slide because why is that holding us back from our the rest of our happiness
1: yeah and in a way it's like you could look at it like one of two ways like if all the fights are about like the small stuff then there's like a bug or a trigger there or something like you're talking about control or something within the relationship that causes that but if like the big stuff is on the same page and the big stuff isn't a fight, then that's probably better. It's right? a struggle
0: because I think, well, we're not she's not demanding a kid. You know, we're like yeah. we're pretty much on the same board uh, lifestyle wise, travel wise, the, uh, the kind of sort of like, the, uh, you know, like um, li- like hippie lifestyle that we have. Yeah. Like we're totally on board with that. It, but it but it's the it's the micro communications that we have a problem with. I think it's and like, that, and, and, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but for me, that makes me feel like, well, what if, what if like we're literally 99% complete and then this 1% of enlightenment happens and we're just like, oh, and she just stops giving a fuck if my <laughs> shoes don't go away. It's stupid shit. You know, <laughs> to me, it's like, and I'm, and I'm like, Tasha, you like, like I, I use our dog. He's a basset hound. Like he can smell things we would never know exist. Mm-hmm. His, his sense of smell is so strong. Mm-hmm. He can see smells, Right. Y- Natasha's sense of organization is something I can't see. I can't see when... Like, like the other day, I was like, oh, the house is looking really clean today, actually. It was pretty nice. And, and, and in her mind, she was like, your shoes are not right there. And this is, and it's like super OCD to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. And, right. and I'm like, I'm not arguing with her whether or not I want a clean place. Of course I do. Her, my car is way cleaner than hers. Th- that's not a problem to her. Right. It's certain things. And I'm supposed to like rearrange. Sorry, I'm venting so much. But it's like, what, like, what is that? What am I supposed to do? Yeah. How am I supposed to fix it? I'm like literally on edge and I, and I, and I work very hard. And so when I come home and I like kick my feet up and sit on the couch and she's like, no, 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 we got to do this. We got to do that. It's like, what are we doing? (laughs) What are we doing? You can't just dictate when everything has to be done. It's like, so it's like little things like that.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Um, well, control, dictate, you know, like we're uh, like those types of things. So it's like when you live, it's like human beings living together and, and a man <laughs> and a woman. I mean, at the very basic level, it like it just like it, it de- on paper, it like doesn't work, yeah. you know, like it's I mean, and I honestly think when you live with somebody like I, you know, I live with this guy for however, almost 10 years when you live with somebody for so long, too, and you're in it, you're in this life together and you're sharing a life. Um, it's like you're so wrapped up in each other's, like, shit, you know, that, like... Maybe like five, like a, that's why you're laughing later because she's like, "Why did I even get mad at you about going to the batting cage? That's stupid, you know." Yeah.
0: she's still, she's still not laughing about that. Oh, but okay. the, no, no, but there are. She the, probably will. The you know? surfboard thing. There's, there's always we, yeah, we totally can go back and go like, oh man, really? Like that was the thing that got us because I'm like, my whole thing like, look, Tasha, we're smarter than this. Mm-hmm. We're, we're fucking the top of the food chain of animals. Yeah. We can, we can not only solve this fight tonight, we can avoid it next time. Yeah. And so. I'm not trying to look back on yesterday, the day before, because like, that's just, yeah. Like she could say like, oh, you've, I've lost my trust in you because of this or that. And it's like, where were we today? What did we learn? Like I've, I'm learning to like, just be more open and be like, sorry to disappoint you. I've like, I've got, so we're going, we're going to visit her family in Canada. Um, We're taking a family trip on Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we've got shows out of town. Like she's not going to see much of me the next few days Mm -hmm. and she's going to have to be okay with that. And that's so hard for me to say, to be like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to be, you know, I got these things I got to do. It's so hard for me knowing she might be mildly disappointed.
1: Yeah. Because she's not gonna see you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's like if if my if my biggest problem is that my girlfriend wants to see me, I'm a piece of shit. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like I'm a piece of shit Well when you put it like that, I mean But if that's what part of it is, it's like it's like if she just wants to see me or like if if I went to the gym and she was like, Well, I would have liked to go to the gym I was like, Oh, she wants to be with me. Like that's that's not a bad thing.
1: Yeah, no, it's not. And I think it's like having that balance, right? It's like because like I remember with my ex, like I used to get super annoyed because I felt like he was really clingy, and it, and I and then I would feel like a bitch later when I would actually try to like vent about it because like he he was the one that did all the grocery shopping and he cooked and I and like to this day I I'm, like I don't go to the grocery store like I like if you look at my fridge it's like so sad what's <laughs> happening in there it's so empty inside um <laughs> it's so empty inside it's so empty inside might be the title of the show it's so empty inside. <laughs> we'll call it that shannon's refrigerator and her heart <laughs> 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 but like i but you know like so he would call me every day when i was at work and like around like four or i don't remember what time it was but like consistently and he would ask me what i wanted for dinner and it was like a conversation i had to have with him every day that i started to get annoyed because i'm like make a day because here was my argument i'm like i'm big Busy at work, you know I'm busy. Make a decision, cause like you know what like what foods I like to eat. So like don't. And then I would bitch to people about it, and they would just stare at me, and they're like, "Oh, your husband cooks." And I'm like, "Yeah, I sound like a bitch, don't I?" I, I? Can, well, I
0: can see it coming off that way, but I can also see you want a, you want a guy that's decisive. Yeah, and it's not. And he could not I mean, ever make a decision. It might not be about the food, and and in his defense, maybe he's not decisive because he wants to know what what you want, maybe <laughs> he's
1: afraid I'm going to be a bitch about him getting the wrong thing. I don't know. And then I just am like, then I'm like, man, I'm just really a bitch, and that's like, you know, I should not be so bitchy. But you I think know? if you
0: both if you both broke it down, like we're not we're not um, we're not we're all not super assholes. Like I'm sure <laughs> when you broke when you would break it break those things down, he's like trying to be you know, look out for you and you're all, but, but I, but I totally get it how it's like, you know, we'll dilly dally over not making a decision on something. And you know, and I'm like, well, we didn't decide because I don't want it to be the wrong one. Like, I feel like I'm being tested so often. Yeah. Does he feel like he would, would Would, would he be on edge with you?
1: Some, yeah, I think you, I think that there was probably some level maybe looking back at it now where he was maybe afraid to make a decision because like, Made, what about pro, there were probably so many times where he made a decision that like and he owned it and then i would like bitch at him about it like i didn't like the decision so but then it would always make me feel like he made me feel in the, in the relationship especially when it wasn't working that like it was always my fault though like i was always the one that was like being a bitch or like not or like yeah or like being it's too. such difficult. a
0: primitive thing to to think of like that that you're I mean, it like, you know, five-year-old logic yeah. to think that one person's causing the issue. It's like, let's at least both have partial ownership over it. And then, and then you can move forward. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, like, so did, so in, in for, for men to not like, so you, you were the one who wanted the divorce then he, yeah, he thought he could still work it out. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm not an expert on the cycles of grief and, and the anger and all the different like levels, but did it, What well, like at what point did it kind of hit him? Like, this is it.
1: Um, I think it actually didn't take him that long. Like, see, I had prepared, like, you know, I don't know in the retrospect, I mean, I guess this, this is just like who I am. And I was trying to be so like considerate of his feelings because I just didn't want him to, um, I didn't like, I wanted him to have the least amount of pain as possible. And, um, and probably cause that would have caused me to have less pain yeah, around of course, it. Yeah. And so I, th- so I was like thinking it was going to like take him out like forever and he was like never going to be able to move on with his life. Like, I-, I pictured this guy moving out, like be not accepting the divorce, sitting in an apartment by himself without pe- forgetting to pay the electricity bill, like rocking back and forth in the cold. Well, he, he got over it pretty quickly. Like it kind of was like, uh, I was kind of like surprised. It actually, I think it took me longer. Did that
0: help you or hurt you?
1: Uh, it's a weird. Fucked I know up on
0: paper you'd be like, okay, good, like, but uh, but I can also imagine. Like, it, well, like, I
1: think it helped. I do think it helped. Um, he, it took him a couple weeks. I d- I strategically like broke the news that it was like definitely not gonna be moving forward. Um, that wouldn't
0: be enough for me. I'd be like, yeah, of course, definitely, yeah, sure. Uh, you give me court papers, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'll bring home flowers. We'll watch, you know, an episode of Nashville. Like, come on, we're we're gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're gonna stay married. Like, this is you're an idiot.
1: Well, he he did that. That's what he did at first. Like, that was the reaction. But I did it when he, I knew he was going back to New Jersey and he was going to be with his family. And I just felt like it was the right call to do I mean it did kind of ruin his trip a little bit, but like I felt <laughs> like it was the right time so he had like time to process away from me. Sure. And um so I and then he went and we didn't speak a lot. I think he called me once when he was there and it kinda of sounded like he had accepted it. And then there was a few other times when he after he got back where he was just like, Really? Like is this really happening? And it really it was only like a couple of weeks and um he now, it took Callie longer to, because <laughs> to, you can hear her in the background. But um, it, yeah, it only took him a couple of weeks. And then it wasn't good after that because then we had to go through the whole like dividing of the things yeah. conversation. And when someone is mad at you because he was very mad at me, though no, con- no conversation is easy.
0: Yeah. from that point I mean, forward yeah. it was I hell I, I can't imagine oh god
1: it was awful did you
0: get did you get when it, when all the dust settled on that did you were you guys able to have like a sort of a closure conversation or something that like really put it to bed or
1: uh no because well so we actually ended up having quite a battle for assets and stuff for like two, for like another i think it took us like a whole another year to settle and when I tell you my therapist uh, fell, like, fell off the wagon, that's not even half of what happened during the divorce process. I had three lawyers, one of them um, got jaundice. Jeez. And one day I went into her office and she was like, okay, so like how much is this worth? And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll answer that question when you answer this question on why your eyeballs are yellow. <laughs> Seriously, she had yellow eyeballs. And I was like, there's oh, something wrong gosh. with you lady. And, um, so then I got a call like a week later that she had jaundice and she couldn't be my lawyer anymore. So I'd have a whole new lawyer, her partner figure out all my stuff from scratch. And then I went to Brazil And we were about and then I was like, oh, I'm going to go on this great trip to Brazil and then I'm going to come back and we're going to settle this week. Well, I get a call in the airport. I was in like Panama and um, it it was some of the phone was scratchy and it was like, your lawyer died.
0: Oh, my god! he
1: just died.
0: You've cursed these people. (laughs) He died.
1: (laughs) And um, so then I had to hire a a third lawyer. Um, who I'm pretty sure he was on drugs, like for sure. And there was also something weird with his eyeballs,
0: getting it from his therapist. He had, (laughs) he
1: had weird eyeballs and he was, he couldn't like not even remember my name. And I was like, Oh my God. So that was like a whole thing. But then because my ex, um, unfortunately when people are angry, um they try to do things to hurt you you know and i saw a side of him that i had never seen before and it wasn't good especially when you're talking about money and stuff that's
0: not the memory you want in I any have, yeah. in, in any case i mean like that's why i say i used to be we're out we all have the, that potential yeah oh I've, I've thrown shit before and then i'm like whoa you don't <laughs> whoa. ever i'm a i'm not a psycho i just showed that that
1: sign me. don't ever underestimate or discount um, what a human, a person can, is really made of. Cause seriously, I saw a side that I didn't think, I didn't think existed. But also, um, so when we finally got through that, I didn't want to have anything to do with him. Cause I was like, you know, it's kind of fucked up to like, try to take, he, he tried to claim Callie as an asset. I mean, she, she's definitely depreciated in value since she's been <laughs> born. Okay. Like, but be, still like you it. know, <laughs> stuff like that. So I think when you get, when you see the ugly, and listen, I'm certainly not, I certainly wasn't. The best person in that process, either. So I'm not going to blame it all on, on one person, but I think we just kind of hated each other by yeah. the end of it. That we were just like, let's let's just walk away from this. But He's
0: done wild though, love and hate, not too far off from each no,
1: other. No, not at all. <laughs> but you know what? He's actually engaged now. Um, talk about he like moving on fairly quickly. So
0: how long? Yes. Wh- oh, well, what was
1: he, the timeline on that. Well, he. It's hard because. And how did you take the news? We broke up maybe four years ago or three. Three years ago? Oh God, I can't even remember now. It's um it how did I take the well, you know what? My sister found out and she was like afraid to tell me. She called me and was like mumbling. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? And uh, I was like, you're all like underbalism. That's uh, undabilism. I think that's a made-up Yiddish word. My family says weird made-up <laughs> Yiddish words, but I'm like, you know, stop st- st- what are you trying to say? And she said, um, well, ta- your, my brother, Tyler, didn't want to tell you this, so I'm calling you to tell you that Josh is engaged. And you know what? I sat there. And I was like, "Huh," and I I knew he had been dating this girl, and I I had I since then I have tried to feel something, and I literally feel nothing. I don't feel anything. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Like I try to feel you've, something. You've kind, feel of, kind of full circle on it. And I texted him uh, just and I just said, "Hey, I heard you're engaged, and like you deserve all the happiness in the world." And I said, "Congratulations." I just I want you to know I'm like really happy for you. And we had a really nice conversation, and we caught up a little bit because I'm like ultimately. I am never that per- I don't I don't like hold on to hatred right. like I just and you
0: can't you can in the short term but if you've come to the you can hold on to whatever you need to hold on to yeah. but when the time comes to like resolve things like that is just a beautiful feeling it is it was almost like, like just, I'm free yeah. you know
1: and so I've been single now for like the last couple of years and so all the stuff that we're talking about with relationships I live by myself I, I mean I didn't even know what to do with that all that living by myself I'm like oh, somebody's gonna come steal me I don't know I was just <laughs> all freaked out but where I'm at now like I am because it took me a while to get over it like I didn't date for a while after after we broke up and I couldn't even think about guys like I, I actually just started watching Game of Thrones and just got really into that for like <laughs> a year <laughs> and Breaking Bad I like caught up on all these these other things but
0: you're just rebuilding yourself. Yeah. I mean, not, it's, not it's, that you were broken because, you know, we're not broken, but eh. you have to. But we have we have like a, a house with a vines growing over it. We got to like pull away this yeah. enchanted forest and like see what we are again because yeah. so much shit gets piled on.
1: Well, it was kind of weird just being like, like, you know, when I got to the point where I'm like, I don't have to wear pants today because nobody lives here. I mean, I'm sure he would have liked that when we lived together, but like, you know what I mean? Just yeah. like, <laughs> I don't have to wash my hair if I don't want to, like... I can just like drink as much as I want because he didn't, he wasn't a big drinker. So, um, so,
0: so you just pantless and booze stuff. I love I, it. I just drank wine <laughs> for a year
1: and like, yeah, my neighbors, if they ever see me, if they saw me during that year, it was, um, a lot of, it looked like a homeless person It was always,
0: <laughs> well, are you afraid? Um, like, are you gun shy with a guy if he comes on too seriously now? Is oh, that a yeah. thing or like,
1: yeah, I, I actually have, it was thinking about this the other day all the guys that have really liked me and like pursued me hard from like the get, I like can't even, I can't, I can't do it. Really? Like,
0: even if they're good guys, it's just, you're just not really Most of
1: them it. are. Yeah. I, I just, it's not even like, I just don't think I ever want that. I, I think that, um, it's going to take a lot for me to be like in a monogamous relationship. And that's again, like the, the difference between my ex and I were like, he kind of was always that guy again, there's not, you know, to each their own. I'm, I'm certainly not perfect. I'm a little fucked up, but he always had to be in a relationship. So I'm not surprised that he is now at a point where he's engaged. I'm actually like not that person at all. Like mm-hmm. I've had a couple big relationships in my life, but like in the in-betweens and now if I know it's not going to work out, I immediately end it. I'm done. That's great. Yeah. It's
0: such a healthy thing to like, to not, to have that clarity
1: yeah but it's but when guys come on too strong like I run for the hills and like get out of here I
0: I always wonder because I've never really this is kind of like my first real relationship oh really yeah like lived in New York you'd see people until they got sick of seeing you and Mm -hmm. maybe like a year later they'd call you back again or like I can't (laughs) tell you how many girls like stopped dating me because they met a guy that wanted that wanted to take things more seriously and I was like all right you know what I'm totally happy for you like there there weren't many relationships where I was like wanted to hold on to it I was so independent and now and now I'm like well I could literally come home one day and Tasha just like just know that she's kind of like done checked out but we've never hit that point. You know what I mean? Like we've had that. We've had a point where, like, if I we, thought you were
1: going to say that she died. Oh no! no. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh my god, where's this going? No, I, I mean, like, like checked yeah. out,
0: like, in the sunset, like, <laughs> where the relationship died. Like, we've never hit. We've we've had that point where we've come together and been like, look, if we can't resolve this and say and like know that we love each other more than this like issue mm-hmm. than this time, this stamp of like shit that we're that we're mm-hmm. dealt right now, then you know, like a, like we you know i'm not the type of guy who's like you have to apologize or it's over like i am not an ultimatum guy yeah that's i good. can get to an apology way faster than her she can apologize for shit i could care less about hmm. it's like you know like i'm like babe, you, you you call me a pussy like why did you like she was mad she's like you're being a p-. she was like i didn't call you a pussy i said you were being a pussy and i'm like that's <laughs> fucked up and she's like i'm sorry and it's like done moving on but i like, like that
1: play i like that uh that rationale there yeah. that's a good No, one. i said
0: you you're acting like you don't have balls i didn't say you don't have balls like you're fucking t- you know what i mean you're, doing, you're Cutting, you're trying to cut a guy down and you know she'll use anger to like really hurt me it doesn't hurt me anymore it really doesn't because i know i'm smarter than knowing like she like she'll she's like she's like i use the dog as an example like mm-hmm. our dog boone he's the most lovable dog in the world unless you try to take his food away when he's eating and then he and then he's the youngest you know you know puppy who has to fight for his food mm-hmm. and fighting for his food is his survival yeah and, and he'll bite you if you if you kind of creep up on them during food time, and like t- and Tasha's the same way, and I think a lot of us <laughs> are like if you're threatened, and not not necessarily during her food time, but if she <laughs> feels threatened or cornered, she's coming out of that and she's looking out for herself in, before me. Yeah. So if that means like sh- like she's trying to kick me in the balls so like, to get
1: fuck that, I'm not sharing that pork chop. Get <laughs> <Yeah>. out of here.
0: <laughs> That's literally what it is. Yeah. So but so I don't I mean I don't even know where I'm going with this other than. Like, I don't have that clarity to know when when something's like a rough patch in the road yeah. versus like, you know, what are, we, what, am I de- like, what are we dealing with here? Do we do we are we committed? Do we love each other or are we just like dragging each other down? And how can two people that love each other drag them down? You know, what I mean, it's well, like there is
1: something to be said about people. Your other half can bring out the best in you and bring out the worst in you. So if you get, if you're, when you're your happiest moments, that's their contribution. I mean, as a result of the relationship, I think that's a result of them bringing out the best in you, like hence the better half. Sometimes they can bring out the worst in you too, you know, and that you can see sides of yourself that you're like, you don't like seeing. Like I was talking earlier about how I always used to feel like a bitch. And I'm like, I mean, I'm not blaming anybody, but like blaming him or blaming myself. But it was like, there was parts of the relationship that brought bad sides of me out, you know? And you were talking earlier about, communication just like you know you're you didn't tell her stuff or like whatever I mean there is a fundamental difference between the way that we communicate you know women and men and so that's why like with women like it's called girl logic you know like girl all women have it and men are very frustrated it by me, yeah. it because you're supposed to know what we're thinking um, and you're never gonna know what we're thinking and what we are thinking like what you were supposed to like mind read you would be like when you actually figure out what it was that like she was thinking or a girl was thinking, you'll be like, I would have never thought, like how the fuck would I have ever known (laughs) that? And so I think women to some degree have to recognize that like we're, we're totally like that. You know?
0: And that's my whole point was this. Like if she recognizes that I'm blind to her language and then I have to recognize that she's blind to mine. So if I'm, if I'm having a cry for help or something And even if I'm telling her what it is, I have to understand that she can't necessarily understand me. Yeah. And it doesn't mean she doesn't want to and vice versa. And then, and then we can shed the ego from that. Mm -hmm. And that, and it's, you know, it's probably a lot of the same advice you can give dealing with your parents or, you know, whatever, like, they're not, no one's hating each other. No one, we're like, yeah. this This shit's too hard. There's enough, there's too much traffic out there and, and shitty sh- stuff that's out of our control mm-hmm. and bad audiences and club bookers and shit. Like, we don't need the people we love to be the ones that, like, we pick our fights with. Yeah. And But and they that's, are, though. And, and we yeah. do, and we yeah. do. Yeah. But, and it just, it's just, it's just hopefully we... You know, like, and I, and the thing is too, is I talk about it on, on, on the show here and then people are like, well, what the fuck? It sounds like you're miserable. No, I'm just really <laughs> inquisitive. And when not, when she's, when we're in a place where we're not at the happiest levels, I'm just, the gears are grinding and I wish I could take that pill to be like, dad, don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it, and also I think it's like, we, this is, this is something um, I was going to say earlier and I think it's a great nugget and I have, I heard it once. Steve Harvey or somebody said it and I never <laughs> I swear to God but I never forgot it and it's that uh, women and men this is like how we're different because men are like simple you know more simple and like with communication just like with life goals and stuff like we're very complex creatures women and so men are like like there's only a couple things that are important to men and you can agree or disagree but I think most people would agree that it's like they just want a couple things like the wife, or the the relationship, maybe it's like the house, the career, and then the last thing is leave a legacy, and that's it. Yeah. And if you have all those things in the works, or they're pretty much set, then you can like sit on your chair and like watch TV and be like happy as a clam because those are your goals, and as long as you meet those goals, and you're happy. Women have goals too um, that are similar, but the problem with us is that our goals change. Like they can change, you know what I mean? So yeah. like, like that versus
0: our epic journey where it's like we just got to get to that tower yeah. over there where the princess is hanging out. And yeah, like we have such a one track. Yeah, like anything we can do to get there.
1: And then like, so when you're when you've met your goals, we're like in the background, like, well, no, uh, our goal, like, and you're like, why aren't you happy? The woman is like, well, my I'm, my goal is different now. And then you're like, oh my god, like you know what I mean? But ser- but think about it, <laughs> that's that's a very true thing. Like our goals, things about our. Like what we want in the future, they change and we think about them differently. And just because we've met goals, then we have more goals. Yeah. You know what I
0: mean? And when you shed light on the unknown, just by having these sorts of conversations, you realize, yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean you're growing apart. It doesn't mean you don't love each other. It's just we have to be, be it, like it's a, a relationship. has got to be flexible. Yeah. Like because you have to grow. And it's like the only way you both can grow is side by side. Yeah. Not one on top of the other or entangled or mm-hmm. too far apart. You have right. to be like a couple buddies growing mm-hmm. side by side. And like, you know, that's 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 my biggest question is, is that what I'm doing? That's a great, you know, <laughs> like I don't have a fucking Google map. To like, Is this tree growing too close to that tree? I don't know.
1: You're like, uh, well, you know, you're, yeah, you're like evaluating like your level of personal development and,
0: and I'd be a psycho if I wasn't. Yeah. I mean, like I can't blindly be like, yeah, hey, like let's just, I'm, I'm not trying to pull her into my shit without being like, are we doing the right thing here? Right.
1: And like your capacity for growth can sometimes start off the same. And then it's, And then it's different. Do You know what I mean? Like you have to have like the same capacity for growth and the same desire, uh, for wanting to like be better and to, to like go through that process, I think. And I think that's another area where sometimes people get to a certain point and it's like, okay, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Um, I think that was a problem in my own relationship. And I also, um, I think because we communicate differently, um, there's that whole thing with personal development, and then also like women are just really complex, and our shit changes, and we also like you can 't ever like predict what we 're thinking or we like throw curveballs you know that it fundamentally the relationships are hard <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the most that's enlightening the, thing I have that 's a
0: good way to wrap it up yeah. <laughs> <It's hard. laughs> Was, oh if it's so hard why do you want to do it there are there are there are positive things to having like someone to go do your laundry with on your day off or something yeah, yeah it's it may that might even be a stupid that might sound stupid but it's like you it is the, your life partner wingman yeah if it's yeah. if that's what it is but you also have to be willing to know when when like uh, something has taken its course and there should be a beauty in that yeah like you know the was it Gwyneth Paltrow? Was it like conscious uncoupling? It's like a dumb term. What is it, it called? Conscious uncoupling instead of breaking up. It's a dumb term, right? Oh, yeah. She did it with her husband, but it's I like, have heard it. Yeah, but yeah, it yeah. makes, it's like, it's, you know, in some ways it makes sense. It's like, we're not bra- breaking up. It's like you're fired. It's like, well, maybe like we're just, we've da- we've taught each other whatever lesson it is. Mm-hmm. And I learned that always months after relationships ended or longer, Yeah, you know, I don't always have it right away, but at least be, you know, be smart enough to know that like, you know, whether it's a relationship with a friend that leaves you or something like mm-hmm. there is a deeper meaning to why it's either over or yeah. whatever. And we just carry on with whatever knowledge we can get, because if you don't learn from something, it's going to repeat itself. Oh, totally. And relationships If they don't teach you something, the next guy or the one after that is going to be.
1: Yeah. Well, that's I think that's what it's all about. You can't you can't like people say to me, do you regret getting a divorce? And I'm like, you know, I wish that I had the clarity and like the emotional maturity that I have now. I'm certainly not at the peak of that, but like I have more now than I did then. So I do wish I had that because then I wouldn't have to go through all that annoying, like lawyer, yellow eyeballs and stuff like all the bullshit on the back end, like the hard, what I said earlier, I, sometimes I have to go through things, learn things the hard way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was definitely the hard way. Um, like being like, Oh shit, I got married. Whoops. You know, now I got to undo that. Mess. And that's in the end,
0: in the end, it's, even though it sounds complicated and it sounds like it was complicated. I mean, uh, it's, it, it's, it's paperwork and it's like, you're, you're yeah. moving on with your life and yeah, you know, it's,
1: but, yeah. I mean, I'm glad it happened though. When people say, do you regret? I'm like, no, I'm like, cause I got, I needed that relationship. Like that relationship taught me so much. I grew up, we grew up together in a way and it made sense for like so many years and then it just stopped and we didn't know that point that you're talking about, that point came before we got married and we just didn't know. And we took all those steps that you're supposed to take societal steps and whatever in life. And then instead of just knowing that that w- it was supposed to end before we got married. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Well, so. look, geez, can you believe we're already at an hour? So we got to get out of here. Um, you run a show on the West side, right? Mm-hmm. You want to p- promote that? Or yeah. Anything?
1: Yeah. So I run a show called Basement Comedy um, with my counterpart, Chris Newcomb. It's a kick ass show. It's the third Monday of every month. It's awesome. We just had Brian Callen on the show. We had Andy Dick, Theo Vaughn. Love um, Theo Vaughn. Oh, he's so Such funny. Cool oh my God. He does his bit on hamsters and it kills yeah. me every time. You've heard it before. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We had Adam Ray um, nice. on the show. So we, uh, our next show is August 15th and we've got Quincy Jones on Fun. the show. And, um, uh also we are doing another thing uh co-host with my playing with balls sports cast that we're going to put the two together at some point Awesome. So, and, yeah. you're, and you're
0: your your Shannon Lee comedy on Instagram and Twitter?
1: Yes and it's uh it's Lee L E I G
0: H. L E I G H so Shannon Lee comedy Instagram Twitter uh, if you're follow her, check her out, let her know you're listening and you like to hear her and we'll have to have you back on the show. Yeah, oh, this uh, was super fun. I'm sorry if I didn't get to even grill you on your current dating. I mean, it's like one <laughs> step at a time here. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, well, that's okay. We'll, I, we'll do that. That'll be uh, Shannon Lee part two. I'm My so fridge s- is no, I'm no longer empty.
0: Inside. <laughs> <laughs> She's no longer empty inside. Good for her. Thanks so much for being on the show. <laughs> Thanks Hannah. for having me. All right. See you guys next week. You know, we Bye.